If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland, a mysterious, all-powerful character, but a crusader for law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal. And I'm Joel. So today we're going to be talking about DC Comics properties, or the very least stories that we want to see become DC animated movies. It's mm-hmm. funny, I, I feel like we've done this before, but... I think we listed our favorite ones. I don't know if we did stories we would like to see turned exactly. into movies. Exactly. So I, I think we're still safe. Uh, that was very early safe. on. That was it like was. year one of Elseworld Exchange. And that's the thing. Like, dude, like we got, we, we could, there's a statute of limitations on these kind of topics. <laughs> uh, but uh, I got a, we got a whole list of, of stories we'd like to see. And uh, there should be caveats because I, I got to tell you, like, you know, I'm not thrilled with a lot of the DC animated movies over the last decade or so. Post Flashpoint Paradox, they got really rough for a really long time. And I think only now are they starting to get back on track. Like Soul of the Dragon, pretty freaking solid. And this new like Wonder Woman uh, JSA movie, I'm like, oh, that looks fun. Yes, exactly. There, there are a couple, even that Superman movie that was uh, basically like a oh, retelling yeah. of, of American Alien. But yeah, like, that not was really. good. That was pretty good. It was it was it was fun. Uh, cheaper animation, but not nearly as cheap as Invincible. So yeah, that's fine by me like that's all i want i guess i mean at this point we're in a place where you can do it and and i i don't want to see that lip service like we had with hush where they were like mm-hmm. no no, no it, it we're doing hush it's in our like weird interconnected universe so like it's gonna I be weird that. i'm yeah. glad they've ditched that too i think shared continuity was one of the worst things they ever did for those movies because it was in service of nothing and in fact, if you even ask the people working on it where it's like, oh, so did you know you're always going to end it with Justice League Dark Dark War? He's like, no, they just told us to end it with that one. So we did 16 yeah. movies in. Right. Like they just didn't have any idea. And the fact is, like, you could maintain some continuity just without all the work, just by casting the same voice actors, because mm-hmm. all these stories that can be adapted in an animated movies like they're not. They're not intrinsically connected to continuity necessarily. Mm. You know, they're not all about like, did you need to do Throne of Atlantis and have that intrinsically be part of the Justice League universe? I mean, like it's part it's it's like volume four or five of that run. But you could also just do a cool story with Aquaman. Like you don't need to do that one. Did you also need to do it and do it badly and actually ruin the twist and take out all the interesting stuff? Apparently they did. That's apparently like that was a staple for a little while. I mean, I, I cite hush yet again. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know there are some outliers like there's my gaslight that's another one that they screwed up thankfully it wasn't in continuity because there's no way it could have been but it was also just kind of weak and uh we feel like this is an opportunity for them to be like we're getting back to our roots we're going to just start doing straight up adaptations uh we're obviously getting the long halloween the next a little bit which looks okay it looks cool they're really i'm cautiously optimistic i'm like ooh, don't screw it up you're cutting into two parts which is good though you know this and dark knight returns are two you cannot fuck up that's right that's right that's right you can't screw that up that and a couple others there are a few others that are like you gotta get this right you gotta do two parts or at the very least an extra at this point though i feel like why two parts like why not just you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, the Marvel Netflix shows, yeah. uh, the Marvel uh, Disney Plus shows, uh, just Netflix shows in general, how you look at the runtime of any show. You know, it used to be, well, a 30 minute show was 22 minutes so that it allows for two four minute commercial breaks. Yeah. And uh, you just double that for an hour long show. And it's like you need you have a time slot. You got to fit in these. If you're doing streaming only. True. 
what, what the hell? Who's, you know, you, you, you this, we, this is in a post Snyder cut world. Yeah, really? You know, why, why not make long Halloween just three hours with an I mean, intermission in between? I think it just comes down to animations fucking expensive. I mean, definitely. Right. That must be what it is. They're just cut it up. No, it's, it's cheaper to make two 90 minute or 80 minute long movies mm. than it is to make one 160 minute movie. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like if you get it in bulk, I mean, that's usually how it is. You know, if you if you buy two cans of soda or 30 <laughs> cans of soda, you're probably say, spending less per pound or per can. Yeah. We got to get James Tucker on here at one point because he's been involved in these animated things for so long now, longer than anybody. It's like, hey, man, tell us how the sausage gets made. Tell us what's up. I feel like it would be very depressing to find out exactly how these movies get made because, you know, you look at the last like outings of movies the current crop notwithstanding i'd say around the time of batman versus tmnt because that was yeah. not only like a labor of love but also like a lot of fun and genuinely cool and had decent animation in it because nickelodeon was putting up half the money for that because <laughs> that was a co-production that one got to look better because they had more people putting more money into it mm, makes sense i'll take more of those please by the way justice league power rangers justice league power rangers come on uh, whoever owns the brand to that open up your damn wallet you know saban is happy to make that deal it's a damn good saban deal anymore. it's the it's the gi right. joe people now it's Mattel, oh, hasbro yeah hasbro hasbro owns it now oh okay that's gonna be harder to do although that makes me excited for the hasbro cinematic universe because damn am i gonna get like a transformers gi joe power rangers uh you know thundercats Ooh. movie i don't know See, that might actually work as a shared interconnected universe. All the other ones they've tried have totally sucked. But that one, you got some brands. You got some ideas in there. That was uh, uh, such a missed opportunity, by the way, with G.I. Joe 2. G.I. Joe 2 is a joke, right? It's a just complete mm -hmm. total clusterfuck. And then it's like, but you throw Bumblebee into that movie. And suddenly that movie is worth paying admission for. It's pretty cool. In fact, you know, you could really do some interesting shit there where it's like, okay, so the Power Rangers have Zords, right? Based on ancient dinosaurs and the beast machines <laughs> in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm just saying the options are all there and they're just sitting on the table waiting for you to explore them. Oh my God, Cybertron was neighbors with Eltar. Holy shit, the planet that Zordon is from. Oh my God. Yeah, Zordon's like, oh, uh, oh, oh, Autobots? Yeah, I know them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we're tight. We're boys, man. We were in the space wars together. <laughs> yeah. Hell, you just, you drop a, you drop a reference to it. Maybe Zordon says something like, that's just Prime. And they're like, what? And he's like, oh, it's just an expression I picked up along the way. I'll explain it to you later. And them damn attorneys who are our down the street neighbors. I would have, man, I mean, I'm just thinking about how great that would have been. That stupid G.I. Joe 2, how it's like, man, if the villain had been Starscream, not, no Autobots, no Decepticon, just Starscream. Hmm. Just like, he's working with Cobra because they're voiced by the same guy. There and it's go. just, but just, just the one and he's like screw the decepticons i'm gonna take over cobra and like you know what i mean i i think that'd be freaking awesome just watch a bunch of dudes trying to fight a fight a freaking giant transforming jet robot and sold then get to me sold yeah exactly and then and then you're like what are we gonna do oh and then you get you know you get then you then you roll in the rest and you make it into a mess but uh it, you know that perfect little oh my god moment anyway uh, we're talking about DC animated movies, so let's jump into them. Uh, sure. By the way, I want to mention that this show is sponsored by you. If you uh, want to help the show out by uh, contributing financially, you can do so by either joining the Patreon at patreon.com slash You get access to an early show that uh, Joel and I do that's exclusive only to uh, to, uh, to Patreon. Or you can uh, use Super Chats and ask a question here on the show, like Kevin Kruger here, who said, Some I want to see JLA Year One, A Tale of mm -hmm. the War Characters in World War II. 
uh, a Swamp Thing versus Poison Ivy story, adaptations of Invasion, JLA, Rock mm. of Ages, Christ of Infinite Earths, and DC One Million. All uh, fun ideas, and eventually they'll all be done. Yeah, that's right. I mean, heck, we talked before we started. Wasn't there a rumor going on that apparently they wanted to do in animation like scripts from high profile directors and writers that they never got to make in live action like Flyby? I've heard rumors of that, uh, but I, I have nothing to substantiate it. But it's such a good idea because why the hell not? Right. I mean, like scripts. if you're just sitting on these scripts and they're never going to get made, I mean, you could finally make Superman Lives by Kevin Smith. True. And like, again, I don't know if I want to see that in the theater, but if you animate that and you get an interesting voice cast on top of that, now it's something I, that I think would be really fucking cool. Right? Like Nicolas Cage playing Superman like he was supposed to. That'd be a yeah. lot of fun. Justice League Mortal uh, or whatever it was called. The George Reed. Yeah, Mortal as the one. The George, uh, whatever the hell's name Miller. is. Miller. Miller, George Miller. Uh, yeah, Kevin also followed up by saying Martian Manhunter, American Secrets, a creepy story set in the mm. 50s. Yeah, they're never going to make a Martian Manhunter movie. Or if they did, they'd call it something else. They'd call it Batman and Martian Manhunter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like True Detectives. Uh, you, you, or you'll get like a like a short. Those shorts really went away, didn't they? Remember those amazing shorts? They came back. They did one with Phantom Stranger. They did. Uh, well, they did one with Dream or no Death. Death. Uh, and uh, yeah. they did a, a Sergeant Rock and the Howling Commandos, which was actually pretty fucking sweet, actually. Cool. cool. They did a Spectre one. They uh, did. I think there's a Green Arrow one. There is uh, a Jonah Hex one. Yeah, these are these are great. And it's like terrific proof of concepts. Hey, DC, rather than cram them on a Blu-ray, no one's going to mm. buy. Why not just release them on your YouTube channel and take a look at the numbers? That'd be fun. It's a great way to find out if people want it. Uh, Brian Rollins with the new Black Lantern being teased. I think DC will go full zombie mode with Blackest Night or Deceased. I'd like to see Sinestro Core War. All those would be cool. I think Deceased is an inevitability, Joel. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, really, most of what Taylor has written for DC would be perfect because it's short, it's succinct, it's to the point. Why Why is there not an Injustice trilogy? Weren't you making money hand over fist in Injustice? You didn't think to animate that shit? Are you kidding me? And hell, why not just get the entire voice cast from Injustice and just have them reprise their roles and you get to... you? you literally, they already got those movies on YouTube because everyone just strings together the cutscenes and releases yeah, exactly. them as video. <laughs> Uh, Ian and Will also just want to shout out some support about being here live. Ian says, hey, it's a rare occasion. I get to catch you guys live, so let's celebrate it. Will do. We'll celebrate it by saying that you said that. Thank you very much, Ian. And Will, L, God, I'm able to see the show live. You guys are honestly the best. You're the best, Will. Thank you so yeah. much for being here. And thank you, everybody, for being here and catching us live. If you're not, you're missing the party, but that's fair. I understand you got, you got, you got bigger and better things to do. You're probably at work or school. Ditch them. <laughs> it's worth being here live. because then Life comes at you fast. <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. You don't stop and look around once in a while. <laughs> you could miss it. But uh, let's let's hear some ideas, Joel. What what uh what would you like to see from DC's library adapted into today? And and if you if you don't mind, delve into what style you'd like to see, and if you think that's a likelihood. Because right now, obviously, there's something a little more uniform about their style, right? The yep. JSA movie and the Superman movie they were they're very similar uh, in style. Uh, I think they're also connecting them because Flash is going to show up in the JSA movie and he's oh, really? running from the undoing of the interconnected universe that he came. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So uh, there's that. And, uh, you know, like you said, Batman TMNT, completely different beast because it was done by two different studios. Mm. 
Uh, well, so I tackled this not in the way that I think they're tackling, which is like, where's some big stories, some big titles, what's some stuff everybody knows? Yeah. I tackled this from the angle of, okay, what are some stories that are good, but are also short, so we'll <laughs> adapt really easily, so you don't need to make as many changes and fuck around with it too much? Yeah. Look at Red Sun. Red Sun was one of those things. It was short, it was yep. sweet, and they still kind of mucked with it, but it was pretty, pretty close thematically they got it right and what i appreciate about that one too and uh, what is it the director even liked a tweet of mine where i mentioned this like hey you know what's great about this red sun movie uh it can slow the hell down and be quiet none of these other movies they're like duh, 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 in your face la, la. Uh, my favorite scene in that movie is where soviet superman's just sitting at the dinner table mm. and it's quiet and the mood can wash over you isn't that yeah. nice that's that that's jmd mateus man just like he writes the writes it in there that's uh i think that was his script he did an adaptation i think so yeah uh by the way i'm so glad to see that he's getting some more work doing mm -hmm. these because he's he not only contributed to the books not those no. books specifically but like he knows how to write a comic book but he also knows how he, he really gets character subtext and and melodrama and he really knows how to infuse that into a script so Dude, we're, we're lucky to have it yeah exactly but uh but i love the idea of giving it like picking these shorter these shorter little movies so you you don't have to add too much but you can also stretch your legs even uh, his original stuff that uh constantine city of demons which was a cw seed thing yes. not even really connected to this that that, that deathstroke movie which was also its own weird CW he did that one too yes he did and they're both very good <laughs> yeah he may be the new like you know hell just put Demetrius in charge of the DC animated movie universe. Like make him the Kevin Feige. Yeah. Of he can't DC write animation. Them all, he shepherd them. Yeah. Right. Be uh, like, anyway. be like, yeah, this doesn't work. This needs another rewrite, et cetera. Exactly. Et cetera. Exactly. This isn't connecting or this, you know, this character wouldn't do this. Uh, yeah. So I'm sorry. I mean, what, what is your actual pitch for this? Oh, all right. So uh, surprise, surprise of all surprises. Uh, I started with a green arrow story. I mean, listen, Green Arrow is such a fun character. He is beloved. He is like one major thing away. If they had made that Supermax movie mm. that they had been teasing for 25 years, yeah. I feel like Green Arrow would have become bigger than Arrow, bigger yeah. than Amel's Arrow. In, a, in another world, man, I can dream. And yes, I know people like Arrow. Yes, I know I'm the guy, you know, raining on your parade. I know it ran for like eight fucking seasons. <laughs> and yes, Amel seems to be a genuinely nice guy. And I, sure. liked it. and I liked it when he showed up in other things. But Arrow is not the thing I like. That being said, though, I think they should adapt Jeff Lemire's Green Arrow Outsider War, which was his big new 52. God, we fucked it up too many times. Jeff, can you do a soft reboot that kind of incorporates the show, but kind of doesn't? And he did. What's cool about this story is you can fit it anywhere in continuity. It's just Oliver Queen loses his money. Komodo, a mysterious new enemy, blows up his life, and he has yep. to basically rebuild himself. You get some great flashbacks to the island, and hey, we introduce his sister, Emiko, in this one, too. So some characters that actually stuck around and had some real legs, you can do their origin here. Yes, and then, of course, you have those characters set up, so if you want to pay off, if they do happen to blow up, go for it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. like, there's an opportunity there, because I know people are going to say, you know, if they were from the producer level, hey, Green Arrow, is that enough? Can we put Batman in there? It's like, trust me, dude, Green Arrow is Batman, if, if we do this right. 
I think there is a scene because he was on like the Jeff Johns JSA at the point at that point in history. And I think he does call them to get their okay. So there you can have your Batman cameo there. He calls them. Exactly. Hell, I mean, you know, this is going, this is circling back, but the idea of they're adapting scripts in Kevin Smith's Superman Returns script, Batman has a, they all have a cameo. There's a cameo of Hawk World. There's a cameo of Batman appearing in there. Like there's a Wonder Woman cameo, I think. Like, you can get those cameos and that's enough. That's enough for a still you can release publicly and go like, ladies and gentlemen, Batman's going to be in the Superman movie. And it's promised. like, Oh, okay. We cool. Well then I'm in. Um, God, remember when they used to go, Hey, Superman's big enough. We could just tailor our marketing around him. <laughs> simpler times, man. Simpler yeah. times. But, uh, but yeah, I love that idea. Hell. I mean, like every green arrow story that is seminal or, re- or remembered revered. Hmm lends itself to animation and again this one is short this is again it was only like two volumes very short. you can keep the twist with his dad at the end where Mm -hmm. he's the real villain you can just keep komodo as the villain all the way through again you know the other uh weapon clans are pretty fun i guess you probably should call it green arrow and the weapon clans not the outsider war because then you have to be like wait why are there two totally different groups in dc called the outsiders no one's gonna gonna ask it's got war in the title that's way sexier trust Mm, me no no no, you're gonna go go with outsider war stick with stick with the classics i I promise you what was the first dc interconnected universe movie title justice Justice league war War. what is it good for what is it? Nothing. Apparently, <laughs> tanking your universe for a decade. Oh, oh. But uh, but yeah, and you know what? I like that better than the longbow hunters because as much as I love longbow hunters, not only is it and and it does have like it's got the sexy, it's got the dark. Mm. I fear that it, you know a, a subplot about cocaine. Yeah, I don't even think it's dicey. I just think it's dated. I just think people are Very. like, no one's gonna sit there and watch Green Arrow like kill people with arrows on the Swiss Alps. <laughs> And also, 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 who does cocaine anymore in 2021? Exactly. We're all on super cool synth uh, club drugs. Right. Like, can we replace the coke with some like contemporary drug like meth or something? Yeah. Something. Nah, I don't fentanyl. think so. They're on the fentanyl. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think there's enough money there. I just, you know, for the for the amount of like briefcases full of cash you'd require for that kind of mm. uh, story. But yeah, I love that. Green Arrow Court. Yeah, makes sense. I, I love that idea. Um, hell, I'd love to see Quiver, uh, just, uh, just the Kevin Smith adaptation. Cause I mean, like you get the, you get the, you get the magic, you get the craziness, you get the, I mean, the only problem is, you know, Green Arrow died. It's complicated. I guess that's where you, that's where you trim the fat, right? He didn't die. He's just, he's just, maybe he's retired. Yeah. Or just, he disappeared from public eye because some reason, do you think, could you, could you cut quiver down to 90 minutes is the thing. Cause again, yeah. most of these gotta be night. You can. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell cut out the whole pot of, of, about him coming back to life. It's a lot of fun. And I love that. It's, it's mm. the reason to read it, but if you just want to do a story about green arrow fighting a demon. Yeah. Still holds up. Still holds up. Still kind of fun. Uh, similarly, uh, what is it? Sounds of Violence would be kind of fun. Another good one. Onomatopoeia, who would, I think would work very well in animation because of that, because you could do all the sound effect jokes. Exactly. Because in, in live action, eh, it's kind of weird. Uh, in animation slash comic book, I think you could get it done. I agree. So Green Arrow, I mean, that's sold. That's like a that's like a no-brainer, especially if you I mean bright colors, good, ca- good, good casting. Who, who you got for Green Arrow? Any 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 picks? 
Well, you know, uh, who was that guy? I, I would. I don't know if he's too big for it now, but I know people kept saying they wanted Charlie Hunnam in the role, and I'm a big fan <laughs> of Charlie Hunnam. He'd be fun. I think he's not too big. If Walton Goggins will play a two-bit character, and I don't mean to say, like, two-bit character because I think Cecil's a great character, but he only has, like, five lines in one season. If he's going to be inv- invincible for five lines, he could play. Man, now. man, that whole show is just loaded with, like, how did you get this AAA actor in this small role? Well, you see, no one moves in this episode. You know, it probably helps with that, too. Uh, they just said Kirkman, Walking Dead. Okay, cool, I'm in. Yep, they don't even say Kirkman. They just say Walking Dead. Oh, Walking Dead, got it. Oh, I don't have to go to Georgia? Sweet. Marshala Ali being Titan in an amazing role. Like he is He's acting, great. He's acting his fucking ass off in that. And, and yet, what? Like, Why? <laughs> Why did you pay so much for him, man? My favorite episode of the season, by the way. I positively loved that, where it's like, hey, Invincible, let me show you how the other half live. Yeah, that was actually kind of of remarkable. Uh, That's like the best thing that show did. I know, playing with morality and being like, hey, good and evil depends about, you know, what bracket you're born into with power. Damn right. Uh, Really quick, Scarlet Hottie says, I'm sure there's some obscure historical event to mine a Jonah Hex movie from. It'll be cool to take him from another country, but still in the past. Also, a Batman movie from Robin's point of view would be cool. I agree with that. Do you have a Jonah Hex pitch? Uh, Kind of. I was going to say we should just do Batman Universe, the Bendis story, because again, good, short, succinct, to the point. Lots of cameos. Yes. Yeah. No, and it is adaptable. It is so tight and so slick. One of those stories... And also, like, Darrington's art is practically moving off the page as it is. I wouldn't change much with the visual style. I love Batman Universe, one of my favorite Batman stories of all time. Real uh, good. It's, it, and it's easily one of ben, Bendis' best things. Uh, Hell, he'll yeah. write the adaptation himself if you let him. Be happy to do it. <laughs> he wouldn't argue with you at all. Uh, yeah. Noah Aod also wants Jonah Hex. He says, anything Jonah Hex, or maybe adapt the first Simone Secret Six story they already stole to get the hell to get out of hell free card stories for in Secret that, Six from Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, which was that, shit. That bugs the shit. I mean, also, that was the first official Secret Six storyline, the get out of hell free card. You could also do Six Degrees of Devastation, which was the mini series that was kind of connected to the mm-hmm. big event at the time. But you could move shit around. You don't right. need it to be connected. Again, that's also pretty adaptable. Yeah, it's all fungible, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, but, but I wanted to go circle back. Jonah Hex is in batman universe like you said and uh he plays a fun role he doesn't do much but he does the things he needs he's ugly he shoots guns Mm -hmm. he 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 calls out time travelers and then and then that's the end of it he also heaves which is hilarious sure does he also knows vandal savage because he's an immortal and they've had several run-ins before exactly exactly so great opportunity to introduce people reintroduce people to jonah hex i think um uh, Austin F says, how about they take that Tom King new God script and workshop it into an animation? Uh, I'd hate to weigh something like that. Peace and love guys. You too, Austin. Thank you, man. I, I, I want to see that Tom King script. So freaking bad. Likewise. I'd be so on board for that. I was, I was on board for that. Uh, it, 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 hook like in line and sink, sinker. Um, as far as new gods go, I don't know if I have like a, there is no new God story that I am married to or interested in. Mm that I would want to see adapted. I, I So it's another reason why I want to see the Tom King one. I mean, I guess you could do his Mr. Miracle run, but you'd have to get like really experimental 
with the animation, you're basically making an art movie at that point. Yeah, DC's just not going to do that. Here's no. what they would do, and here's a great idea for them. Uh, what they should do, rather than like, what was it? Instead of, uh, when it comes to the new gods, they should just do Cosmic Odyssey. Mm. Cosmic Odyssey has the Justice League, it has the new gods, it introduces you to all the players. You get Jon Stewart in there, you, you do have him responsible for the death of a world but like there's a lot of fun stuff in there and it's also like you said it's shorter you can really do everything or not everything you can cut certain parts yeah. like you could probably cut the whole superman and hawkman going uh, is it hawkman yeah hawkman kills all the uh and any in any case it's a great story and a lot of fun and it, it it's a great way to introduce the new gods to someone who has absolutely no interest in them it and helps. showcase like oh like that's what dark side's all about oh yeah he's scary like very yeah. um and not voiced by the all state state guy we got michael ironside back i can't believe they got the all state guy that was uh what joel's referring to as superman batman apocalypse yes I think. uh that <sighs> the animation's fun because they're like oh we're gonna do kind of like an actual adaptation of uh i think it's turner's art yes and uh we're gonna bring back kevin conroy and tim daly mm -hmm. but not michael ironside like what are you doing the fight at the end is pretty good where you think the movie's over then it's not <laughs> well just like the comic book yeah. and, and that's great it is really cool it's just but it's all you're just watching you're just watching it going like god damn it like why didn't you just get him they got michael ironside for the harley quinn show to be the parody of dark side yeah he he makes like nonstop dark side jokes, but he's not saying the shit you want to hear him say. Ah, crazy. He's in nobody too. He's actually pretty solid in that as well in a small right? park. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't seen nobody. I instead uh, elected to watch a movie called uh, Striking Distance. Buah. What was that uh, about? So, oh, it's a uh, it, it's a little movie about uh, it stars Bruce Willis and Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, uh, about a cop. Who's, uh, whose father is killed in the line of duty. He's part of a family of cops. Mm. And, uh, and, and, and he blames the, the Pittsburgh Police Department for the death of his father. And as such, he is reduced in rank and becomes a, a boat cop. Oh, okay. And, uh, and he is assigned a new partner, and it's a chick named Sarah Jessica Parker. He didn't like that because he doesn't work Whoa. with women. And, uh, and is, is this and, a new movie? <laughs> no, this movie came out in 1990. Okay. Ooh, I don't 93, I think. Because I was uh, going to say, if they made this movie now in 2021, which I don't doubt they no. would with Bruce Willis. Yeah, no. And Bruce Willis is like, you know, he's peak Bruce Willis. He's he's got hair. He's uh, he's one year away from making Pulp Fiction. <laughs> uh, it's really weird. It's a very not it's it's actually like kind of engaging until the end. And then it just. It just becomes schlock. Mm, what a time and it, it already kind of was schlock, but it becomes schlockier than that. What a weird ass uh, time capsule. <laughs> agreed. Yeah, we just saw it and we we're like, what? 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 All these people are in this movie. The dad from Frasier, really? <laughs> okay. And then it sucks. Hard to believe. <laughs> uh, Jamie Wilde says, "Hey, Sal and Joel, it's been a long time since I've uh, been able to send a super chat. It's true, but we we welcome you anyway, man. Thank you so much for being here. I'd say they should do uh, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Hard Traveling mm. Heroes. Great content as usual. Stay safe, you too, buddy. Um, 
was that on your list? Because it should be. Uh, it was not actually mainly because I'm thinking like they would never touch this one <laughs> just for content reasons is what it is. They don't want to have anything too serious and too heavy. And it's a pretty heavy, pretty serious story. I think it would be great. I think it would play really well now. Maybe updated a little bit for modern <laughs> times too. Where it's like, ooh, some of this actually was progressive during the day, but very not progressive now. Yeah, I was literally rereading it the other day, and I'm like, this is this is actually kind of cool, but it also has like no patience. No, you know, like Hal shows up and he's like, what's going on, Green? I was like, you don't know anything about the world, and I'm like, yeah, holy just crap, man! Right into him. That you're at an eleven, and we haven't even talked in weeks. You know, maybe don't call it hard traveling heroes, but maybe be like, hey, this is the Green Arrow, Green Lantern road trip movie, buddy movie, political polemic for 2021 with these two. I think you could do something with that, with like a superhero road trip movie. Totally, totally. Uh, But it would star, uh, but it would star Harley Quinn and... Yeah, Poison exactly. Ivy and it'll be Thelma Louise. Yeah, uh, be like, mm, we could have Green Lantern, Green Arrow, but how about no? What about Harley Quinn? Uh, Patrick Lawson, take my money, you creative, wonderful people. Don't mind if I do. Thank, Thank you. you very much, Patrick. We really appreciate it, man. Um, unsurprisingly, Tevi is, uh, says, uh, I really want to see a Super Sons animated movie. Joel, I think you can help him out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you could easily do this. Either you adapt the first Amazo arc, which I think would be a very easy way to introduce the two characters for people who have never seen them before. But for me, I said, screw it. Let's go all the way. Call it Teen Titans Super Sons. And you adapt the Super Sons of Tomorrow storyline where it's just Terminator with these young heroes. A villain from the future says, John Kent will destroy the future. We have to stop him. And Damien's the only one who believes him and protects him from the other young heroes. That's your story. That's such a great idea. Plus, it introduces John to a whole new generation mm-hmm. of people. And you don't need, like, oh, Superman's son? Yeah, got it. Moving on. Like, you don't need a, you don't need any context. You can also fix Super Sons of Tomorrow 2 and give it a satisfying ending, which the <laughs> comic did not have. That's true. That's true. You can also uh, take Tim Drake out of there and replace him with any other time traveling villain and still please, have the bulk of the story work. Please do that. Uh, TV <laughs> is heightened on something that I want to bring up. He says Tempest Fugonaut and Zordon were college roommates. <laughs> yeah, they were. Happy to catch the show live. Been too long for me. How about a multiversity animated series? Mm. Ugh. <laughs> I can see that as like a series of shorts where it's a different character from a different multiverse. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, RK helping us out. Thank you very much, RK. I got to tell you, man, though, his uh, reference of Tempest Fugonaut gave me an idea. <laughs> and that was, why not dedicate a portion of your animation studio to just making Tales from the Dark Multiverse mm-hmm. movies? That's app gold dust is what that is. Exactly. Because I think the Tales from the Dark Multiverse series is creatively bankrupt and a horrible idea but uh i do think it's a cash cow because you can hit on all the greats you can capitalize on name recognition without having to adapt them because if you've looked at like if you look at the tales from the dark multiverse crisis on infinite earths volume it is exactly as long as nightfall which is (laughs) exactly as long as maybe two issues from nightfall (laughs) trust me dude that thing can be adapted one-to-one into an animated movie, and it sets itself up. Tempest Fugonaut shows up. Hey, what's going on? I'm the motherfucking watcher of this stupid animated DVD movie universe. It's Tales from the Crypt, and I'm the Crypt Keeper. Bingo. I think that sells. And while I think that's a terrible thing that I wouldn't want to spend money on, it is absolutely a thing that 
other people would spend their money on and that up I, the idea of would make money off of. Exactly. Come on. Hey, you, you even grow it there if it's a show. Okay, that's season one. We adapted every comic. We did them all. We did them all in season one. Season two, we went to like some creepy pasta writers and like some, you know, people with some TV credits and like, what do you got, man? What dark fucked up superhero tale do you have for us? And we'll animate it. Seriously? Like, they're just like, okay, just give me a list of the most seminal DC comic story arcs of mm-hmm. all time. And uh, if there isn't an, a, a already com- established comic book adaptation, we will develop them for television. Yeah, really? Uh Deb M says, I just want them to stay away from that old art style and annoying blood and gory stories. Really yeah. love the new style. Maybe they can do Superman all season. Big, uh, big agree, actually, on that one. I felt that's another issue with everything post-Flashpoint Paradox. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're making this for DVDs now. We can have blood and swearing and implied rape and whatever else. It's like... <laughs> No, guys, you really, you really, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. And you do it every time. And the fact (laughs) that you're trying so hard to seem adult and mature just makes you seem like a bunch of 13 year olds. And if you're going to do that, then go full tilt, make Lobo movies. Mm. Like, don't make Superman kill people. Don't make Wonder Woman kill people. Don't make like crazy ass implied rape, like you said. Yeah. Just, just, just put in the stuff that you want to do. Like make more Suicide Squad movies, for real. Even then, that one was really childish. Not very that, good. Yeah, that exactly. last one held to pay. Shit, when they did that Deathstroke movie, they actually clean up his character in a major way and yeah. make him a more sympathetic anti-hero. That's awesome. That's yeah. so great. Good. That's you know what? That's another another reason why JMD Mateus should be the Kevin Feige of the DC animated universe. For real. Uh, what was it? Uh, Jam Call X, DC Rebirth, Night of the Monster Men, Batman versus a horde of every type of horror movie type monstrosity in a Gotham during Blackout and Death Around Every Corner. Hard R for full effect. Why not? There's a movie there. Even if you do like the big giant Batman versus Kaiju monsters, there's a movie there too. That's a movie. That's a movie. Like, well, if it has, if it says Batman, it's a movie. End of story. As long as it's not cerebral, it just has to not be <laughs> thought provoking. It needs to be. So Batman fights what? Like you could do Batman Year Two, and that's a movie. It's actually called Mask of the Phantasm, and it's way better than Batman yeah. Year Two. But like you could just do Batman Year Two. What is it? Batman wants to bang a nun, and there's this crazy ass Reaper, and he's stabbing people, and he thinks he's Batman. <laughs> like. It sucks, but like, you know, you could do it. Talking about, you know, we can do Batman so long as it's not cerebral. That's why I didn't put White Knight on here. I'm like, Uh no, they'd mess up White Knight. They wouldn't do the subtlety here. I don't want to see them adapt either of the White Knight stories. Yeah, they will inevitably do do White Knight. I think that's 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 coming. That's like round the bend. That'll happen before the before Nightfall, which is one that I'd like to see. Uh, I think that it's about time we get Nightfall. Uh, Nightfall is one of those things where I think they were like in case of emergency break last, but like, <laughs> but it was right next to long Halloween. So now that we've yeah. seen long Halloween as a thing, I'm thinking Nightfall's next and Nightfall is one of those things. Again, two part movie star studded voice cast of everybody you have and just, and just go full tilt. You don't have to do everything. No, we don't. You know, the to. first movie is he fights all the villains. and gets his back broken. The second movie is, Jean Paul's in charge, and then Batman wins at the end and takes over again. Like, is a, those is are your Hen- two movies. Is Henry Silva still alive to be the voice of Bane? I'd like to see them reprise the guy from the animated series. <laughs> I assume, but uh, well, I'll, I'll have a look. Uh, yeah, he's still alive. Cool. I think that would be good for effect to get the original animated Bane back to voice him in the Nightfall. And if I may make a note 
if you're going to adapt Bane into an animated feature, please, for the love of God, don't cut the nose and mouth out of the mm-hmm. mask. The mask is iconic and awesome. He, you don't need to see his nose <laughs> or his lips. You know, that's a, that's a, that, that's just a, a, a GI Joe, you know, staple, you know, you don't show, uh, the ninja's lips in his mask. You don't show Bane's lips out of his mask. I, I don't know if he would want to do animation, but apparently Dave Batista really wanted to play Bane in something. So it would be fun to get him to do the voice in that as well. That's true. Do you hear how big I am? I do, Dave. I do hear how big you are. I can hear it reverberating through your neck, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's epic. Uh, Ticknoros. Hey, guys. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Just wanted to pitch two ideas. Would you be against a Lobo animated or a Super Sons movie? Well, Joel pitched his Super Sons movie. And you kind of pitched a Lobo thing, too. Say, if you want to do dark and gritty, do a character that lends themselves to it, please. Exactly. Uh, Depth Charge. I dream one day of Morrison's Seven Soldiers, like the interconnected DC Mm. showcases. That'd be cool. I mean, it's a neat idea. Why not? I like Uh, it. I, you know what you do those as like shorts that you stick at the end of the big movies they're they're back in prominence now the seven soldiers of victory because of their connection to star girl and there's going to be a new uh mini series in a little bit from john so like if there was a time to do it now is the time to do it agreed rebel friend says aside from wanting more jlu movies akin to fatal five i really did an adaptation how was fatal five i did not see it was very good actually was one of the better ones of that cycle because uh what is it uh batman why am i blanking on his name paul dini and uh, bruce tim bruce Bruce Tim, Tim. yeah bruce tim showed up ready to fucking play yep it was a great showcase for jessica cruz the green lantern and guess what it was a story about mental illness that was that that was a hundred times better than heroes in crisis (laughs) Yeah, I mean, almost anything would have to be. As long as you have any, like, level of maturity, that story would be better. Yeah, Fatal Um, Five is good. Is actually quite good. Good, good. All right. Does it tease anything at the end? Like, maybe we'll bring it back? Okay. No, because it's a very one-and-done story, which is another reason why it's good. They didn't fuck around. I like it. Uh, He also wants to see Superman up in the sky. I would, speaking of, we just trashed Tom King, bringing him back up again. Up in the sky is perfection. I would love to see an adaptation of Up in the Sky. So I hear that's still on my to read list. But again, if there's one Tom King book, I really want to read it's that. Yes. Uh, Yahina Lam. I like Super Sons. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Legion of Superheroes. Plastic mm. Man. Static Shock. And a new Batman Beyond movie. Man, it would be really cool to do Static Shock right now when you're bringing back all the milestone characters and everything to have a little like animated thing to go along with it. We can't bring back the whole show, everyone, but we can do a 90 minute movie. I think they brought back the show. I think, well, they didn't, they can't bring it back from the dead, but they did put the show on Max, HBO Max. Yeah. So people can watch Static Shock again. Although I think part of the appeal slash success of, of Static becoming part of the cultural consciousness is making that show on the kids WB. Oh, 100%. So you just, you just catch it. You know, it's great that it's back and it's great that it's on an app that people have, mm. but it's not the same thing as just, putting it in front of your face and just making the barrier to entry nothing true um i would love to see a blue and gold movie as well that'd be a lot of fun shock they haven't again buddy comedy piece road trip through time you could you you could theoretically adapt hard traveling heroes and morph it into a blue Beetle. Uh, i could see that uh tomiwa 
Tolu Ogunkoya says, Wonder Woman, Dead Earth, and Court of Owls would be great to see adaptations of. I think Super Sons Adventures would be a fun series of shorts like Gods and Monsters. Not a bad idea mm. there. Uh, Wonder Woman, Dead Earth is like so up DC's alley. It's Very. Like, why wouldn't they make that? I mean, like, and don't screw with the animation. Just be like, okay, we're just going to get like, maybe like some kind of down on their luck anime studio. Like, yeah. Some like crazy ass heavy metal group, but like something awesome. Make it look like a, just a, just a 70 minute music video. Dig it. Dig it. Yeah. Like heavy metal, but for this era. Exactly. Uh, uh, also yeah. they did court of owls already. It just sucked. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. they adapted it poorly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, RK, give the Harley Quinn series, given that the Harley Quinn series is well received, a few comedic spinoffs might do well. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Olsen and Metropolis, maybe based off of the recent Jimmy Olsen series. Great idea. One to one. Just do the Jimmy Olsen series as an animated uh, series. I think people would absolutely love that to death. Uh, another one that I had on my list because it's short, concise, good, a fun little time capsule uh, Nightwing Agent Grayson. Oh, yes. Hey, another Tom King series. Yeah. Well, Tom King and Tim Seeley, right? Absolutely, yeah. So again, it's very easy. Have have a big Indiana Jones, James Bond action scene in the beginning where you think Nightwing died. Nah, I actually just faked my death and I'm going undercover uh, for Spiral. And again, you have it be like Serpico, always know who your friends are, Dick Grayson. Yeah. He's getting yeah. pulled in all these different directions. You got Helena Bertinelli. You got all those fun Scottish schoolgirls who go to the Spiral Academy. Yeah. Fun movie. That'd be great. That'd be fun. (laughs) Dr. Daedalus is your villain at the end, so you get to adapt that guy for animation. Right? Uh, St. Lucia says, Solo, Red Hood, or Zatanna. Um, Shocked they didn't try and cash in on Red Hood at some point. It's weird, right? I mean, Red Hood movies. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And the second one looks super cheap. Because it is. And a (laughs) lot of it reuses uh, animation from that first one. Just full stop. Maybe it's because most Red Hood stories uh, that aren't written by Judd Winnick suck. Maybe yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. Uh, Zatanna, I know they're making an. I know they're working on her in live action, and so they say. I know how much the animation team loves Zatanna. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, I understand the the appeal. She Plus, is I like to draw. Yeah, I like Zatanna too. I think she's a cool character. You know what you do if you want a good Red Hood story? Uh, you do DC so you can eventually do the sequel, Deceased Unkillables, and it's all about Jason Todd. Oh my god. Just that lends itself so much to animation. Just do Deceased, because then you just get to do all of them. Hell, trilogy. The, the 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 Mr. Miracle Barda uh, Booster Gold story. Yeah. That's, that's its own movie. It is. It kind of is. Yeah, the whole damn Deceased universe could be a whole damn animated universe shit that's such a good idea <laughs> and again they're good and they're short and succinct and to the point and not a lot of fat to trim no it's true uh mr roboto how about a specter movie element man movie or losh uh none of those are gonna happen and i haven't have any p- pitches for them but i will say they did make a short specter they did so you can watch that um i don't have like an adaptation of the specter for you you know what i mean like i can't pitch one of those neither do i don't know what story you would do i don't know where you would start with it it's a it's a hard nut to crack that specter no uh the captain coon hey guys store so uh sorry i missed the last few live shows don't worry about it man it's okay uh, how about we get a justice league reunion movie for the show's 20th anniversary the actors mm. in the show are all on board dude that's like that's slam like, dunk slam dunk please what are you doing ladies and gentlemen just get it done 
That's like yeah. one of those things where I, I remember seeing Killing Joke in the theater and being like, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was like, and you know what the problem was besides the direction and the adaptation? Uh, it was the fact that the two of them were just too goddamn old. Mm-hmm. Mark Hamill is just too old. Yes, he's the yes, he's a perfect Joker, and he's an even better Joker now when he's sick. You know, like in Arkham City, where it's just like he has this really ra- he has this rasp in his voice, mm-hmm. and then you realize, oh, that's just how he sounds when he's doing the Joker voice. He can't not do that. Uh, the time to do that was. You had Paul Dini, you had Bruce Tim. These guys are Batman fans. You know that Bruce Tim really wanted to do a Dark Knight Returns movie a thousand times before they even got close to making one. And so you have Conroy and Hamill in the booth. You just go, boys, can you stay an extra like 90 minutes and just read this? Here, I have two copies of Killing Joke. Could you just read this into the microphone? <laughs> Man, We're just going to keep cool. it on tape just in case one day just an audio drama just an audio drama like please uh but anyway uh, yeah mr Ravada, red tornado movie <laughs> with all of the siblings <laughs> i mean red tornado would certainly like that that's for sure both of his fans would also really love to see him return i was literally rereading the the was it the dude who wrote identity crisis when he took over for justice league i was reading right that. yeah and uh I, I forgot like how much red tornado was in that run Fe- featured a lot. And Hey, you know, Greg Wiseman was a fan of that. Cause he adapted most of that for young justice actually. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. Red tornado and his family and all that other stuff is a big, like B plot of young justice season one. Bizarre. It kind of works for the show because it's like, well, he's going to be their den father, so he needs a story, and this right. is the best story we have for him. That that explains why. Thank you. It's Brad Meltzer. There was not a uh, a lot of emphasis on the Batman Superman stuff, and when you did see it, it was like really cool, but also super sparing. Uh, like there just wasn't enough because they were because they were dedicating it all to red freaking tornado. Tornado. Hey, you know, and while we're here too, saying that they should make everything Tom Taylor has touched into yes. an animated thing, his last Suicide Squad run, call it Suicide Squad and the Revolutionaries. It's ten issues. It would make a kick-ass movie. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that, man. You get the um, death of Deadshot. You get the big villain reveal. You launch all these brand new characters that are like the Suicide Squad, but more idealistic. Seriously. Uh, no, Aod wants to know when are you guys going to do more commentaries? Not for a while, man. They don't do very well. Shame. Jimmy Jonathan Lee. I'm surprised there hasn't been a Legion of Superheroes animated film considering it's untapped well. And I like the 2000s TV cartoon. Make it weird. I uh, I never saw it. Neither have I, but so many people seem to have such an affinity for it. Makes me feel like I should go back and watch it at some point. Agreed. Alan Osborne, I heard your thoughts on Invincible, and I agree with you. I, however, I still enjoy the show. J.K. Simmons' Omni Man is fantastic. Yep, he'd be great if he was playing him in live action or in animation. Mm-hmm. He's, but it's J.K. Simmons. Like we all know, he's great. No totally. argument there. And when he makes the turn that we all know he's going to make, we know what J.K. Simmons is like when he blows up and is angry. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Jam Call X, risky idea. Elongated man and Sue for a super detective agency. Uh. With other minor heroes on the team, a la X-Factor Investigations. Also reformed, Kite Man is a member, because hell yeah. See, I would love the shit out of that. That's a hard sell, but I would love the shit out of that. 
That's a hard sell. That's a very hard sell. You said risky idea. I think it, there's no risk involved because it would never green, get greenlit, but I uh, I applaud you on your effort. The, the balls, my friend. You know, it's the only way you get that if that becomes like a hard work and B plot in the Harley Quinn animated series that like that's what Kite Man goes off to do. He starts hanging out with Sue and mm-hmm. <laughs> Elongated Man. Yes, yes. And they're like, oh, you're an old couple who made it work and everything. Like, geez, you know, you were able to balance your super lives and everything else. Why is it so hard for me? See, that's a story right there, because you never see two older married super people. No, that's true. Uh, Quiggle Scribbles, yay, finally managed to do this. How about a series of films that continues the early 2000s Teen Titans show? You guys are awesome. You are too. Thank you very much, man. Didn't they Um, say they do that at some point? Didn't like one of mm -hmm. didn't the Titan movie end with a bit of like the two different Titans teams together? And they're like, hey, if you buy this, maybe we'll do it. Yeah, they did a movie where they cross over. Like the two of the two teams like meet. Uh, they even ended the Teen Titans go to the movies movie with a post credits teaser that said they're going to find a way to come back. I think that was the crossover movie. Right. Uh, and I think that's it. Which, again, that's more love than a lot of these other shows got, you Titans fans, so be <laughs> happy. Yeah, uh, I do love that team, and I think they should play those characters like when you, when you can get them together. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's over. But, like, listen, if I were in charge, I'd be like, by the way, can we explore the uh, can we explore the Teen Titans animated universe like a little bit? Can we talk about that? Because I'd like to see what I'd love to see is the Justice League Unlimited universe and the Teen Titans universe mm. merged into a like, oh, yeah, no, they were always in the same universe. It's just that the Titans are doing that thing over there. That would be interesting because I feel when they originally developed the show, that was the plan. Because Batman says in that Batman Beyond episode, where's Robin? Oh, he's off with the Titans. You'll meet them one day. Right. And then they never did. No. Speaking of which, hey, if they do that 25th anniversary Justice League movie, they should do the near apocalypse of 20 da 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 da, which is another thing that Bruce offhandedly mentions in relation to Rachel Ghoul and we never see anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Although I, I fear that like the people who are working on Batman Beyond then are the same people that are working today who have lost their edge. Oh, like, I think they're kind of like, Oh yeah. And it'll be fucking messed up and gross. Like, please. How about it just be good? No, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not capable <laughs> of doing that. Uh, Duckade. Hey guys, love the topic. I'd love to see a speedy nightwing spy movie dealing with Cheshire and the baby. I feel like a movie mm. could give it some edge. Okay. Again, a hard pitch. Can we put Batman <laughs> in it? Right. There's not uh, near enough Batman in this. DC dude has a pitch from you, so I'm not going to let him take it, but he also pitches a Birds of Prey movie, which makes a lot uh, of sense. Uh, Please. Uh, but Joel, you have a Superman story. Let's hear it. Uh, yeah, I think they should just do Superman Smashes the Clan because, again, short, succinct, amazing art style. Yes, and just do that. <laughs> just just like literally do it. It's short enough you could do the whole thing. Gene Lu and Yang, I'm sure, would love to be involved with it. I'm sure, you know, dude could hammer out like an adaptation script seriously i think Uh, it would kill and i think too you know that's once you make the movie i think you could show that in classrooms like uh every february like forever where it's like hey here's a cool story about the immigrant experience and everything starring superman i love that uh dan v900 i know it's another batman animated movie hey listen that makes money so yes (laughs) but always wanted to see batman year 100 like it's but in the paul port all on the paul pope art style Mm. which is unlikely i don't think it's unlikely i think it's simple enough where you could you could approximate it 
Yeah, anything with the future. We haven't had a lot of crazy future Batman. Hell, uh, future state, if you want. Future state with, uh, what is it? Uh, Jace, I actually think you could turn into a fairly decent 90-minute movie. It's a dark future with a new Batman and an evil totalitarian police force that this guy has to fight and balance, you know, justice as it stands in the eyes of the law and justice as it actually stands to people. Like, again, that's a movie. Apropos of future stories, I'm shocked that they never made the uh future's end into an animated movie i i listen it sucks but if you condense it to like 75 minutes and it's animated might be kind of fun we we got a little taste of it with the brother eye robots in justice league dark dark war the end of dark times yes we did darkest darks i remember pulling my fucking hair like no get out of here you stupid (laughs) brother eye robots no (laughs) i was having knob flashbacks yeah uh, Yahina Lam back to say Justice League Power Rangers He-Man and Justice. Yeah, just mm. put it all in there into a huge meat grinder. Make it all happen. Get someone else to put up half the money for it so you know it'll look really good. That's thing, yeah. Uh, Logan Williamson, been a fan since 2015. Always love these silly brainstorming sessions. I want an R-rated Emerald Night, Emerald Twilight movie hey. out of morbid curiosity. Emerald Twilight's a fun idea. Feels like they had a couple uh, Green, Green Arrow Lantern. stories. Yeah, yeah, Green Lantern stories on the back burner. And then the Ryan Reynolds movie bombed and they're like, no. And it's like, but you made that really great animated movie. You made the series. Which was also great. And I would have loved that to have had a proper conclusion. And people like all kinds of, people liked it. So it's like, just because the huge movie did a hugely badly doesn't mean that the littler, less expensive, less risky properties aren't worth trying. Um, Hell, that's like a fran not a franchise but like i would just make the emerald trilogy where it's like mm. emerald dawn emerald twilight you know emerald uh, emerald knights like just 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 do all the emerald stories and, and throw the fans a bone get uh, josh keaton back to be the voice of hal in those <sighs> good idea uh will i am golden i believe it's time for captain carrot and the zoo crew animated <laughs> movie ah uh, see that's a good like dvd extra is what that is. <laughs> that's one of those like side stories that would be good that and super pets yes Listen, they made a Super Pets cartoon. So I think that they're, you, if you did the exact same thing as Super Pets, you could do that. Uh, Kit Kat, Sneak Attack, WB should go all in on animated cinematic universe. Superhero films are already CG cartoons already. Mm. Spider-Verse showed there's potential. I agree. Spider-Verse showed like you should just be able to make animated movies that come out in theaters and people will go see them. That have heart and soul and amazing soundtracks and great themes and character development and everything else. Yeah, it did take a few years to make that movie, and it True was like enough. crazy expensive, and it was a risk. But you know, very much so, a, a risk that only comes from a studio that has no fucking clue what else it's doing. It's like, yeah, I guess we'll take a risk on this like really artistic and soulful idea. It's literally, it. we've run out of all the ideas. I guess we'll do a good one. Yeah, let's okay. try a good idea. Okay good that worked let's try it then let's throw all of our bad ideas at it and see what uh, happens yeah yep amazing andy once you uh, oh my god you guys hit the nail on the head just because you guys have a serious undertone undertones doesn't mean you should that i was that's i was never a fan of the dc animated universe uh you guys are awesome by the way thank you andy appreciate it man i, I think someone famously said you know uh grimdark and edge that should be a seasoning it shouldn't be the whole meal yeah no i agree i agree it's salt you don't eat salt you put it on your meal mm. Uh, Dan V900 says, I do want to see Batista as Bane specifically from Secret Six. Just give me the mm. Just League Gods and Monsters sequel or Chronicles that was canceled. We all want that reunion movie like Rosenbaum does. And with Blue and Gold, get Nathan Philly to voice Booster Gold uh. since he always wanted to play the character along with Alan Tudyk as Ted. Uh. That'd be great. 
yep. killer team, killer team right there. Yep. And they already have them under not contract, but like they have their they have the numbers. They're in the family. So they're in the family. Uh, Irish Tartan ninety two. I'd love to to. I love a really lean, cool Nightfall movie with all the fat trimmed off. But every time I think of Bane, I just think of the Bane from the Harley show. Then again, that version of Bane in the movie would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, what's going on? God, man, to think that I would end up being a breakthrough in this show and turning me into a dumbass. It would actually yeah. make me way more enduring. Yeah, it, it, it. I agree. I love that Bane. It's my favorite Bane so far. Again, uh, it's basically just Secret Six Bane where he's just this big muscle bound dumbass with a good heart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Storm King, a Batman versus Predator movie would have been epic before the Mouse House added Fox mm, to their collection. That I'm ain't happening enjoy now. Day. You too, man. Yeah, no, it's never happening. That was that's always been my pitch for like 20 years. I was like, dude, when you want to clean up your Dark Knight universe, just make Batman versus Predator. No one will be wondering what the hell's happening. They won't be like, <laughs> what? Why isn't this in the Dark Knight universe? They'll be like, oh, right, okay, yeah, Predator, okay. And by the time they're all done being dazzled by the Predator movie then you can reboot it and do something else. I like we were all scratching our heads wondering, hey, why did Marvel put a stop in this thing? We now find out why. It's because mm -hmm. the two Predator screenwriters are suing them. And they know they're never going to win. And it's never going to go to court. They just want a nice big payout, which is why they waited until the exact moment when they were ready to start printing the books to be like, money, please. Oh, yeah. And when they were pre in pre-production for the movie. Yeah, that too. That was the big one. Uh, Mr. Roboto, Superman at Earth's End? Absolutely not. <laughs> no ao would hold the dc marvel shareholders hostage and make a jla avengers animated movie god man wouldn't that would be the day i would love to see that uh jimmy jonathan lee something controversial do emerald twilight and heroes in crisis i bet we can hire people to make it better in their animated adaptations i mean just making them shorter will make them better I mean, uh, I had another one, too, that I doubt they would ever do for content reasons, which is a shame. But uh, I actually think the other history of the DC universe would fit really well in the anime. Do it. Do it artsy. Do it like a found footage movie where you're actually talking to heroes and you're getting interviews and you're seeing like old file footage and everything. And again, mm -hmm. hey, John Ridley, who wrote them, wrote movies, too. So right. get him to write the adaptation for it. Yeah. No, I agree. I love that idea. And have I'd... it be timely and have it to have something to say and actually, you know, use the fact that you're doing these DVDs to do more serious content. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Sam Anderson, DC Bombshells animated. Uh, yes. Such good idea. Oh, my God. Such how have they idea. not done that? Right? Just animate all those ideas, all those great statue ideas that they have. The like the merch alone. Remember those DC bikers? Yes. <laughs> Where's that? that? Like that didn't last as long as Bombshells. Bombshells actually had a pretty good run, but yeah, like the Motoverse or whatever only had like a few issues. Yeah, what the hell? I want good get, though. I gotta get a statue of that. That's so get, so cool. get the guy who did uh what is it, Motor City? I think he also did Megas XLR. Get him involved on that. Yeah, I love it. To make it in uh, flash too, like Motor City was. <laughs> Uh, Rob K, uh, I don't know what story to adapt, but Plastic Man's made to be animated. He is. There was a plastic, there were a couple of Plastic Man shorts mm. that you could have found on the DC Universe app, but are probably available also on YouTube. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there there was a, there was like a Plastic Man like show. And yeah. I think it was more like a pitch for a show. But yeah, that was the thing. Um, and and it showed like yeah i think he shows up in the brave and the bold cartoon yes decade okay the cheshire thing was a hard sell lol <laughs> also i'd love to see the first arc of tomasi's batman and robin with nobody done into a movie yeah 
I mean, they kind of did with Batman v Robin, but they replaced nobody with a talent and ruined two stories. Yeah, hey, what and why not ruin two stories for the price of one? <laughs> uh so yeah do we have any other pitches that you uh you wanted to mention before we uh, uh i think we got through my entire list actually yeah we got through my entire list if you can believe it nice i i can believe it and i think we also got through everybody else's list i'm happy to see that happen mm-hmm. um listen before we go i wanted to mention that uh i did tweet out that D, that d mateus should be <laughs> the uh, kevin feige and he did respond and said uh, that's sweet but i think dc animation is in excellent hands which Aww. i think is a nice compliment it's very diplomatic of him to say and i hope that that is true it's uh, tucker right because tucker's been there since like time and memorial he's part of the furniture i think he's the guy who actually runs everything okay was he was he running it back when it sucked yeah i think he's been like there the whole time actually i think he's been there through the ups and the downs oh that doesn't really I, uh, make me that doesn't really instill me with confidence i gotta tell now, you now that being said i also have it on very good authority and i can say it now because it's been this long and i don't <laughs> think he worked i don't think he even works there anymore uh jay oliva mm, who did yes. flashpoint paradox and many of the others he straight up told me when i interviewed him years ago it's like uh, yeah the budgets get smaller and smaller every time for these from flashpoint yeah. paradox onward they've cut the budgets cut them again and again it's a miracle any of these even come out well it sure shows yeah uh, animation listen, man <laughs> yeah and then that's, that's the thing like animation is in and itself like it's it's a business it's an industry you know like it's it's small potatoes uh compared to the big numbers you know especially when these studios own you know it's, it's warner brothers they're not looking at how to make uh you know half a million dollars a million dollars two million on an animated movie they're looking at trying to make a billion dollars off yeah. of one movie and they're not an Amazon or a Netflix when it comes to their stuff with animation, where they have something to prove. Oh, take the money, take all the money. That's right. Make that's a movie right. about a singing alligator boy. Make something about a cult invincible comic. Do it. Take all the money. That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, like <coughs> the fact is, they're they're you know right now, superhero slash comic book TV is crushing it. Yeah. You know, and uh, so there's an opportunity here, and there's an opportunity here for people who were on top who are very much not to get back on top with some of their top tier characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an option there. Uh, listen, before you go, I want to mention that of course you can watch an, uh, an extra show called one shots where we have one shot to, to do it all. There's no editing and there's no, there's no thought behind it. We do <laughs> so not miss our chance to blow because opportunity knocks once in a once lifetime. In a lifetime. Yo. So check it out on patreoncom slash comic pop. Joel and I will talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, outside of that, of course, we want to like, really appreciate. Uh, we want to tell you how much we appreciate you being here. Thank you all mm-hmm. to our pay, to our to our supporters, our super chatters, especially for supporting today's episode and sponsoring it, keeping the sponsors out, keeping the show the way it should be. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you like the show, give it a like, subscribe to the channel for more, and we'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. So long, everybody. Bye-bye.